0: Lock Talk Radio. Welcome to Focus on Albany. I'm Cynthia Fuller. My guest today is Doug Bullock. And Doug is gonna give us an update on the uh the nurses at an Albany Med. So has there been any consensus reached this last time we spoke about this, Doug?
1: Yeah, um, Last time uh, we were introducing a, uh, a resolution in, into uh, Albany Common Council on the uh, nurses to enforce the uh, scab ordinance that the uh, city of Albany has on Albany Med, because, as you know, during the one-day strike, uh, Albany Med went ahead and hired over 700 uh, substitute nurses to uh, temporarily to uh, break the strike they hired them for three days even though it was a one-day strike but they had to do a three-day contract so they extended that job action by two days and so we put forth a uh, a resolution into the albany common council to uh you know to uh, enforce uh An anti-scab law that they've had on their books since uh, for 40 or 50 years. Uh, Nobody seems to know the origin of it, but it's still on the books. So uh, we presented it to the Albany Common Council, and uh, the Common Council voted unanimously to adopt it. Now, what the what it calls for is is for Albany Med. To, uh possibly be fined but it also calls for them to report how many scabs they hired uh it's not clear how many uh temporary nurses they hired some people got it over seven hundred but uh that's our best guess right now but there could be uh could be uh fines imposed on hiring uh these uh these nurses and it was uh it was a really good collective effort because we had 42 comments go into uh the common council in favor of this uh you know enforcing the scab law and uh you know we're just waiting for that to to uh to have some uh, fruition <clears throat> it's uh it's it has uh possibilities all over the country when uh these employers hire replacement workers and it has uh, possibilities to uh to go to the federal level there is a law right now uh proposed in the federal level uh about hiring uh about restricting employers from hiring scabs it's in the uh PRO Act, which is uh an organizing uh, law going through congress right now so you know, it's uh we're still waiting for Albany Med to uh recognize the first contract for the Albany Med nurses and they're just not doing that. They're they're just going about their uh their ways trying to delay, delay, delay in order to break the union. So that's where we are with the Albany Med, Cynthia. So how long has the
0: and negotiations for a contract and going on?
1: Well, ever since they voted for a union two and a half years ago, the negotiations uh, started right after uh, they unanimously, well, it wasn't unanimous, but it was a really big margin. It was like over two to one voted in favor of a, a union. So it happened two and a half years ago, and they started negotiating then. But before that, they, they've hired uh, a union-busting law firm called Bond, Schenck, and & King. And that law firm continues to, uh, to advise Albany Med and uh, to stall any kind of uh, negotiations because they know that if they stall, they get another shot at an election. They can decertify the nurses with another election if they stall long enough. So that's their tactic, uh not recognizing uh the union and, and uh refusing to bargain in good faith.
0: So this can't go on indefinitely, can
1: it? Well so this won't go on indefinitely, uh at some point that Albany Med is, is going it's gonna come out about how much money they've wasted on their campaign to bust the unions. Especially paying mm-hmm. these uh substitute nurses twice the rate of pay of nurses <laughs> which is outrageous. Yeah. And uh once the uh it gets out, you know, to public because they're they're really uh covering that up right now how much uh they're paying because Albany Med is in a constant uh revenue raising uh campaign and they don't wanna hurt their revenue raising. So the local corporate media has been very silent on uh this uh union busting by the uh by Albany med they they don't even accept letters to the editor uh the times union won't on this issue uh, explaining the truth behind the issue and and the circumstances behind the issue uh,
0: what What's the administration's beef with the union? Why are they so adamant against having a union at Albany Med? What's the reason for it?
1: Well, there's a long history behind it. Uh, they've uh, been able to bust the union campaigns of other unions, including 1199 and SEIU and, and the teachers' union, Uh over history and they've been able to uh to do it by uh you know hiring uh firing anybody sympathetic uh to a union and hiring uh new people uh and uh you know coaxing them to be non-union so they have a long long history of uh anti-union uh animus
0: but but you you say that the uh hospital is spending a lot of money to avoid unionization. That money that they're spending could uh benefit the nurses uh, instead of wasting it against them right? All right, just
1: take for instance the uh the one day strike now the nurses were ready to go back. Uh, after the one-day strike. Albany Med hired these pre- temporary nurses on a three-day contract. So they paid mm-hmm. two extra days' salary mm-hmm. to these 700 or so nurses, substitute mm-hmm. nurses, and that, and paying them twice the rate of pay. You know, we were talking millions of dollars that they've wasted. So, you know, they Albany Med doesn't want that out in the corporate media. So that's been scratched from uh from uh being uh told by uh, as a story in, in the times union or or the uh or the t v news the t v news hasn't ten uh six and thirteen have had nothing uh, on the the money wasted by albany Med.
0: you're talking about wages but there was also uh cost uh for bringing these nurses into Albany and feeding them, you know, so. It, feeding it, them it's and the putting way- them
1: up in a hotel. You're talking right. about a
0: lot of money. Yep.
1: Yeah, so. you're talking about an awful lot of money. That's why we've, uh, in this resolution, we've requested, uh, you know, how much they spent and how many scabs they hired. So, you know, we should be getting information Soon, hopefully, about uh you know what how much money they've wasted,
0: so we're still in the midst of the covid uh crisis that doesn't uh labor troubles with uh the administration doesn't help any right.
1: What was that, Cynthia? I didn't hear you, sorry,
0: okay. We're still in the midst of the COVID crisis. Oh, right, right.
1: And and, uh, there's still a a lack of personal protective equipment. There's a serious lack of of, uh, N95 masks that the uh, hospital uh, workers use. Uh, They have to reuse them and reuse them and reuse them and there's there's a protocol in in the hospital that you're you're supposed to use use them one one time and that's it but uh you know i, I think it's outrageous that they don't have enough uh personal protective equipment like that, and uh, they don't have enough staffing uh to uh take care of this covid uh surge that we've been going through uh it, it it's it's a shame that they they don't recognize the uh the need and the the um, necessity for hiring uh, adequate staff uh they just try it and cut corners any way they can to save money and, and uh you know to profit the uh the executives including the their c e o who makes an enormous amount of money mcKenna mm
0: and he's a doctor right
1: doctor uh yes, yes he's, a, he's he's a doctor and uh and the board of, of trustees for the albany med have have a bunch of business people on there that all agree with him. that uh you know we've we've uh, started a campaign to call them and uh, urge them to settle a contract with the nurses but they're they're not budging We've called all the uh, the entire board of Albany Med and, and tried to convince them to uh, settle a contract with the nurses and have adequate staffing.
0: And the news media is not reporting this at all, right? That's no, they're staying done. away
1: from it because Albany Med is one of their primary uh, advertisers. They want that advertising money. And... Uh, They've hired a a, a really good union busting uh, lawyer outfit that knows how to uh,
0: control the media, and they're doing that. There's going to be a breaking point. What do you think?
1: There will be a breaking point at 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 at, at some time. I don't know when, but it's it's going to happen. They're gonna they're going to waste so much money uh trying to attract nurses <clears throat> that that uh will vote against the union for another round of uh, an election to decertify that uh they they're essentially going to hurt their bottom line and I think that's what what's going to bring them to the to the table and negotiate uh in good faith
0: so when a hospital like Albany Med is not unionized, that a a lot of people who have nursing degrees who see this won't won't um, go to Albany Med for a job. Is this throughout the country?
1: Yeah, I you know they they probably go to. Uh... Alice or, or Bellevue where they have uh union contracts and, and a decent uh salary and a decent wage and a decent uh personal protective equipment and staffing, uh where you know where where they can have uh, a way to make an honest uh living. But you know, the uh Albany Med is, is taking over Bellevue. So uh and you also know that St. Peter's is taking over Ellis Hospital. They're merging, both of them. And, you know, Albany Med is just becoming bigger and bigger and bigger. It also has, uh, has uh, out-hospitalization uh, stations in Troy and all around the Capital District. And it's become, uh, it's become huge. Um, they've merged many hospitals into Albany Med. And Saint Peter's, and pretty soon, we might wind up with two hospitals in the capital district. Really? When you said the capital
0: district, when you said the capital district, what counties are you referring to? Oh, I'm talking about
1: Rensselaer County, Saratoga County, uh, all all the counties around here that that uh, Albany Med serves now. Uh, they've got hospital locations throughout these uh counties, and uh, you know they're taking over and merging with other hospitals you know that are located uh in these these uh neighborhoods
0: when you say merging merging is it merging or is it a hospital takeover?
1: well i think it's more of a, a merging because uh it, it, it it's it's going to uh they're not really taking it over like they're not going to take over bellevue and make it Albany med what they're going to do is, is is take over uh bellevue and bellevue will keep the name and as as a uh you know hospital for women uh will, will keep uh, it's independent so it's more of a merger than a takeover.
0: Wow. Now you've lived in the Albany the Albany area a while. Did you see this coming or did it happen all of a sudden?
1: Uh I didn't see the uh the enormous victory that they uh had uh coming. I I didn't think it was gonna happen because of the history of Albany Med being able to uh, break the union organizing drives of uh, many other unions in the past. So that that was really surprising when, you know, 2,000 nurses voted for a union. I think the vote was something like 1,500 to 500, you know, something along those lines. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it was a, a tremendous uh, victory, and I didn't see that coming. I didn't see the uh, – see the uh the way that they're trying to break the union uh i didn't see that coming either i i thought albany med might be a little bit uh more uh eager to negotiate after a one-day strike but they just doubled down and uh and uh you know doubled down their their uh negative attitude in terms of uh having a union and, and, and negotiating a contract. And, and uh, you know, that's why they hired their uh, that union-busting law firm to, to keep them going.
0: So do you think there might be another strike uh, sometime in the near future?
1: There possibly could be another strike in the very near future, yes.
0: Well... Uh, From what you understand, I'm sure you talk to uh, the nurses. How's the morale? Well, I
1: the the morale is, is, uh, I I think it's you know it's hard to have a, a good morale when when you face an employer like this. So I don't think the morale is is very high in Albany Med uh, amongst anybody, including the nurses and the doctors and anybody that works there because of the way that uh, the management has dealt with this uh, unionization. So I think the morale right now is at an all-time low in Albany Med.
0: So, you know, we've been talking about nurses for the past few months. What's the morale amongst the, the doctors? and are they have any trouble with the administration
1: Well, i think the doctors are are uh are more more supportive of the nurses than, than just about anybody uh and but you know right now they don't have a union either so they're kind of a, in a uh a collective mess uh, in the, an individual mess but um you know there are very, very many doctors that are sympathetic uh, to the nurses uh, wanting a contract.
0: Well, and you talk about a profession that when they left college, they left college with a tremendous amount of of student debt, and the employers are not honoring the fact that you know they want to pay it back in good faith and. It's pretty difficult, that's really, really a vicious cycle, wouldn't you say?
1: oh, for sure it, uh they spent all that money going to college and then they uh wind up with with a uh a union bus and employer. I think it's <clears throat> I think you know the the debt that they incurred and and the struggle that they went through to get their education is just being flushed down the toilet by this
0: uh, institution. Hmm. Now, have you heard of other uh, medical hospitals in other parts of the state or throughout the country that is uh, experiencing the same kind of situation as right here in Albany?
1: Yeah, well, there's been a bunch of... uh strikes and slowdowns and job actions in new york city and uh most of new york city health and hospital corporation uh hospitals have have signed contracts and you know i think uh their job actions are, are much more forceful than what we've had up here but uh there's also been uh you know a uh an organizing drive in North Carolina of all places at a private hospital. And uh they've been very successful in, in terms of uh, uh the union election and uh in terms of getting a contract. So uh and, and California is the same way. California uh the nurses are, are united on a statewide basis and have a, a little more uh bargaining power because of their coordinated bargaining uh mechanisms that they have in in california so you know i think it's it's going to be a matter of time before uh this this hospital has to uh has to uh finally concede and, and negotiate a contract uh, it its stance right now is uh is is hurting the uh, bottom line of the hospital tremendously
0: so do you think that uh Next time we talk on Focus on Albany, you can tell me there's been a settlement, or do you think the next time we talk it's still an ongoing crisis?
1: Well, I hope there's a settlement, it may uh, may take a little more time, but eventually there's going to be one.
0: Okay. But, you know, you have no time frame. Nobody has a time frame. Maybe no. the administration has a time frame, wouldn't you say?
1: Oh, for sure. They have a time frame. Their time frame is to stall until they can get another decertification election.
0: And when would that
1: be? Do you know? Uh, I think they've got about six months because they just did one and they lost it. So I think they got another six months uh I gotta look it up it's uh it's uh, part of the labor law. It's either six months or a year after the last one, so that's what they're trying to stall for
0: but you know you've been involved in uh, union stuff for many many years. I mean it's not only the hospitals I mean there's union busting going going on all over the place right
1: oh for sure and that's because we have the weakest labor laws of any industrialized country in the world. Our laws allow replacement workers. There's no country in the industrialized world that has that allows an employer to hire replacement workers. So that's just one aspect, but the other aspect is is we give we've given all power to these employers. We've given them the the power to fire anybody for any reason, and that's their main weapon in this uh, this country, is, is to fire and fire. Even if there's a uh, a penalty imposed on them uh, monetarily by the NLRB, they still are going to use the firing mechanism to break a union, and you know that's their main weapon, and they've been using it consistently throughout history. We're one of the weakest. In the world, in terms of of uh, labor law, mm. so just like we're number one with the COVID in the world, really? Yeah, we 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 have about uh, two times the amount of deaths as the next uh, country in the world from COVID. The next country in the world is Brazil. And Brazil has got half of what we have. We're way ahead of them. So we're leading the world because of our health care system. Our health care system is a mess because we don't have a national health care system. We're trying to do that with legislation right now for uh, single-payer health care. Uh, through the uh, New York Health Act in New York State and uh, in the, in the uh, federal government, uh, single-payer is being introduced in the Senate by Bernie Sanders. And I just uh, saw this morning that it's going to be introduced in the House also uh, by uh, uh, the, uh, the uh, representative from Washington, uh, Jayapal. I uh, forgot her okay. name. But uh, th- those things are really important because you can't have – the kind of health care system during the pandemic that we 've had we 've had a health care system that 's been run on a statewide countywide basis, and there 's no national standards there 's no national protocol there's you know there 's no national coordination finally with with biden in there there's some uh, there is some uh, coordination going on nationally and and, uh, you know, the vaccination program is, is going on real good. But we're not out of the woods because of the broken health care system and because of our past president, Trump, who uh, just finally came out and uh, the other day and told people to wear a mask. He's been undermining that mask wearing since the day one he was, you know, of the COVID uh, pandemic. So now he finally comes out kind of late and kind of weak on, uh, on telling people to wear a mask. So, you know, he's got wonderful health care. The rich can get really good health care uh, from uh, their private hospitals. But, you know, as, as long as, as, as health care is privatized like it is in the United States, uh, we, we have a broken system. And the only way to fix it is to uh, take the profit motive out of health care, get the insurance companies out. The insurance companies making medical decisions has got to end in this country. And, you know, that's the main push behind having a single-payer health care system that we're trying to do right now. And, by the way, NISNA, the nurses' union, is, is uh, the main union behind the uh, New York Health Act right now to uh you know set up a single payer healthcare system. Uh and uh, the the, big, the biggest the uh, uh, uh advancement that we've had towards uh the New York Health Act is that 32 senators have now co-signed co-sponsored the uh New York Health Act. Uh 34, excuse me, 34 senators. It takes 32 is a majority. So we have a majority of New York State senators on board. This is the furthest we've ever been to, with a, uh, a single-payer health care uh, system. The furthest so,
0: Doug, our, our, our time is up, and I'm sure we will be having other discussions on this important issue. So you have been listening to Doug Bullock. I'm Cynthia Pooler. This is Focus on Albany. If you like this show, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. Thank you. Have a great day, everybody.
1: Thank you, Cynthia. Very good.